Now, Peter, um, government, as you've just heard, have denied these, these reports, as has the UN. How did you get this information and what did you think made this reliable? Sakina, like any, any, any story that changes the game, it's, it's information that came to us via back channels and uh, we had to verify it. We were happy that we, the information that we did get was verified by three independent sources. Uh, we ran with the story at 12, uh, 12 o'clock yesterday. And since then, there has literally been uh, a number of uh, soldiers from the, who are stationed in the Sudan and their families who have contact, contacted not only us, but other radio stations who has confirmed that uh, South African troops in the Sudan over the weekend and on Monday when uh, uh, President Omar al-Bashir left South Africa were intimidated by the Sudanese military and some bases were surrounded by the Sudanese military. Now, I think the, the key here is the fact that there's a lot of detail. There's a lot of detail coming through from soldiers, mm-hmm. from their families. Um, and I suppose, obviously, you could understand that our military does not want to uh, divulge operational uh, details. However, Lieutenant General Derek Mkwebe, who is the head of joint operations for the South African National Defense Force, yesterday did say to Bielt, um, that the situation has now returned to normal, which certainly implies that there was some abnormality over the last couple of days. So according to your sources, when you say uh, there was uh, incidents of intimidation, what exactly happened? Um, well, according to the soldiers who were on the ground and, and, and who re- relayed these stories to their families back home, um, they were. there's one specific incident at a base in north of Darfur, where around 400 uh, uh, Sudanese soldiers surrounded the base on uh, Hilux buckies, uh, armed with uh, with machine guns, um, and they were told to uh, move into combat readiness positions. Uh, extra ammunition was handed out, um, and they had to take up their positions. Some of the quotes that we did get from that base was that soldiers were scared that if Bashir does not leave South Africa, that they, they might become prisoners of war. Um, and certainly that was the message that was passed back to, to, to their family members in this country and the message that came, uh, how it came to us. So uh, what is the latest right now, according to your sources? Well, things have returned to normal, like uh, Lieutenant General Derek Mkhwebi said. That does not mean that the tension has, has uh, subsided. Uh, there has, uh, for a little while now, there has been some tension between UNAMID, which is a, a joint AU-UN stabilization force, and the Sudanese authorities. Uh, President al-Bashir has on a number of occasions asked for these soldiers to be withdrawn. Uh, Our soldiers uh, is in a very difficult position. They do not have sufficient armory and uh, military equipment to counter a uh, military threat if that was, if it it, it comes down to it. Luckily, over the last weekend, uh, during the, 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 intimidation and the, 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 during the incident between the South Africans and the Sudanese, it did not come to blows. Let's hope it does not come to blows in the future. So to bottom line this, uh, you are saying despite what the SANDF and the UN are saying, you are sticking by your story. Yes, we are. We'd rather go with the soldiers on the ground uh, than the medal wearers in Pretoria.